has been a difference maker. Roach splits the defense and lays it in. Boy, that high ball screen gave Jeremy Roach a lot of space to play with. And then he got to that left hand. He just went right in between Leaky Black and Armando Baycott to get it up off the glass. Shot clock turned off. 15 seconds to go. Down by three. Love. Doesn't get it. Lively the rebound. Ahead to Filipowski. And he will lay it in. Duke comes in here and picks up a big road win. Sweeps the regular season series from the Tar Heels. They earn a double bye in the ACC tournament. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, everybody? It's your boy B. Woods here with another quick 10 at 10, man. Happy Sunday morning, Monday morning, whatever morning you chiming in. Checking in with your boy B. Woods, man. Yo, beautiful Sunday morning, man. In the words of DJ Khaled, just, the sun is shining down on me. Yes, it is. <laughs> yo, might sound a little different, man. I don't know what's wrong with this audio recorder this morning. But sometimes when that happens, I know it's going to be a dope message. Somebody needs to hear it. So you sometimes you just got to push through and put it out there. You feel me? No matter what it sounds like. Because somebody need to hear it. All right, but quick weekend recap. Yo, y'all know how we normally do. Got um, got our haircuts and everything. Took a trip to the Veal. Seen that dopest barber in the Veal, Mr. Wheel, from Red Carpet. Shouts out to him, man. Got your boy looking, you know, the beard looking good. Got Michael haircut looking fresh. So shouts out to Mr. Wheel, man. Hit the horns for him. You know, beautiful folks at the Red Carpet. Um... Then a little bit later, of course, you know, we had a photo shoot yesterday. Uh, we pulled up to um, Jay Pegues Studios in Spring Lake. So, shouts out to my guy, Jamal Pegues. Hit the horns for him. Um, the, the place was jumping yesterday, man. Um, had things from um, model shoots to Easter shoots. Uh, we did a birthday shoot yesterday. Um, so, you know, looking forward to the things that we got collaborating with those uh, models, collaborating with the other photographers. Um, so I'm excited, man. Things are things are looking up, man. When you surround yourself with like-minded folks, sometimes that stuff is contagious and it'll fall off on you. You feel me? Um, so if I could just get a little bit of that creativity that that joke could be thumping in that studio, man, then I think I'd be alright. You feel me? So again, hit the horse for my guy. Definitely enjoyed yesterday. I'm going to try to get back out there today, at the church today. So, um, got something special going on over there today, too. Um, then I came home last night. You know, after all that, you know, I got home right as tip-off was going on. I know you see it. I know you see it. That's what I hear. But, yeah, shouts out to them Duke Blue Devils, man. Taking down them tar holes once again. Yes, I said tar holes. Um, but shouts out to, it's only one person that always hit me up. After a Carolina Duke game, and that's Deacon Tony Kimball. Uh, 
Talk about congratulations on your win. Yeah. That joker, he has a funny little conversation last night after the game. Um, but shouts out to him. He always take, take it on the chin. But he always be the first person that brag to whenever they beat us. All right. But again, we swept this series. I don't know, man. I don't know about y'all. But it really hasn't felt like a series. Like, I don't know. I, that, I, that is one of the, the best rivals in college. In, well, I ain't going to say just college. But like sports, period. Um, but I don't know. Just been a little, been a little quiet lately for some reason. I don't know. I mean, I guess because they get tired of losing to us. But anywho, and then of course I ended the night last night looking at the UFC. Uh, Johnny Bones Jones, man, he ain't bones no more. Joker got a little gun on him, but uh, he pulled out, uh, choked that Joker out last night, man. So he is a new heavyweight UFC champion. Um, so that was a pretty good fight, man. I fell asleep during the preliminaries or whatever. Um, but I woke up just in time to see that fight, so it was pretty cool, man. Shout out to the guys that streamed it live on Facebook Live. God bless you. <laughs> Yo, but I went to bed last night uh, with the scripture on my mind, woke up with the scripture on my mind, and I just got to get something off my chest about it. A very familiar scripture, um, and I'll pull it up in the U version Bible right quick. And um, I like to go King James Version because that's what we grew up on. Um, but that U version app got a whole bunch of different versions of the Bible. So if one version isn't clear to you, like I like to listen to look at the Message Bible, um, and there's also a version here called the Easy to Read. I read the, I read that a lot whenever I'm doing my sermons. Um, but it says here Romans 8 and 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. Romans 8 and 28. All right. Um, a lot of times this scripture gets. Um, I'll say this is one of the most uh, known scriptures because we always just quote the first half of it. All things that work together f for the good. A lot of times we leave off beat the B part. We don't really all we don't know. We don't always quote the second part of it. Um, and I just kind of want to. I guess I, today I want to use this scripture but, and also encourage us. Um, that when we're doing our, you know, researching, we're going through the word, sometimes you have to get an under, understanding for yourself. Um, the Bible does say to study to show thyself approved. Um, so you, sometimes you have to go and, and dig a little deep. Um, but I just want to, I guess, I'm not saying clear up some, some con con uh, confusion. Excuse me. These allergies are kicking my tail, too. Y'all pray for you, brother. Um, but I do just want to come to let you know that God does use all things for good, even the bad. Like our tests and trials and our sufferings, like they produce something good in us. And that's a reference to Romans 5, uh, 3 through 5. Um, what you're going through is not meaningless. That's for somebody out there. What you're going through right now is not meaningless. And it's not going to be wasted. I know from personal experiences, sometimes we go through tests and trials, not just for ourselves. But so that we can be a witness to somebody else in our life. And I always go to this prime example too. We went through that long process. And the it was very stressful process of when Michael was being born. He was a premature baby. He came early. That's the story. Um, but I can count on both hands how many people we've encountered after Michael has been born. That were kind of going through the same mental struggle physical struggle of seeing a premature baby in the NICU hooked up to all the different machines just being an encouragement 
I remember there was um, there there were some former students of mine um, that got married and they wanted that they had two miscarriages and that was very it hurt my heart to see that you know to see the process of them being excited announcing the baby but then coming back and saying that you know they lost the baby um, so I and I remember a co-worker went through the same situation about a premature baby but sometimes and oftentimes we go through things and sometimes we're blinded and we don't see the good in what we go through that's just what I want to come on a curse of mine today see the good in what you're going through it produces what we go through produces something in our life here and now and God will use that to do like incredible things we God will give us a testimony but again the only way that we can let that happen is if we let it happen we have to allow we have to again see the good and what we go through of course that requires some faith like on this side of heaven we would not be able to see the fullness of what God is doing you know we live like we're going to supposed to live here eventually we'll see what happens and of course in the Bible of Romans uh, Paul tells us that we can trust him one day we'll be able to see how God has turned all things even that bad mess into something good and that's what God is all about he, he in the business of turning that bad what the enemy meant for evil y'all know that's God that's working now for my good yeah what the enemy meant for evil God he gonna turn that thing around for good and that's what God is doing Redeeming what was meant to destroy you into something that can be celebrated. Let's go hit the horns. Yo, and if you think about it, that's what the whole like message of Jesus is about. Like the Son of God, he died on the cross. Everything was supposed to have been lost. The tomb came was empty. And then what was supposed to have been dead came back to life. So that we can have life. You feel me? Yeah. So the bad things in your life, they can be redeemed. Somebody needs to hear that today. What's dead in your life can be brought back. 30 second time out. Some stuff that is dead, let it stay dead. You feel me? Don't, it don't need to be no Lazarus moment in, in certain relationships. Let them things stay dead. It don't need to be certain Lazarus uh, moments in your feelings. Let those negative feelings, let that stuff stay dead. But the things that you can make good when you go through it. Let's have a have a Lazarus moment in those. You feel me? So what's dead in your life? Somebody need to hear that too. It can be brought. It can be brought back to life. Again, that's 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 a little side note. Some of that mess that's that's still that's dead. Let that junk stay dead. Yo, when we live outside of God's purpose for our lives, things probably aren't going to work out too well for us been there done that i won't go back no more <laughs> i got songs all up in my ear man and i find a life many times that when i'm insisted on having things my way you know when i insist on having things my way, god gives it to me god allows me to have certain things and and most of the time it ain't for the good and i, I just laugh how god does that man he, it's just so funny to me that he does he allows things for us to happen allow things to happen in our lives yo it's a message of hope and encouragement that nothing can keep us from what God has prepared and promised God already knows our destiny 
our destiny, excuse me. God knows what, what roads we're going to travel down. But he also gives us choice. He definitely gives us choice. He also gives us a way out of a way of escape whenever we're going through these tests and trials. Again, but it's our choice. I know we oftentimes talk about being in the will of God. There's two different wills of God. There is his permissive will of God where he will allow certain things to happen, which I've been there and I've been in a state for that. I remember I was in that state for a while, just being in his permissive will. But there's nothing a, a lot. There's nothing like being in that whole complete full will of God, allowing him to come into your heart and come into your life and just let him do what he do. Let him show up and do what he do. I just that's my main objective today. Again, is just to come just to encourage somebody. But we, we have to do the second part of it, though. We have to love him. And the Bible says if we love him, we must keep his commandments. Um, and I and I hate to say it like this, but if we're not if you're not a Christian, then this verse doesn't apply to you. To be honest with you, it doesn't. But just know that what you're going through, your tests and your trials and your situations, all things work together for the good. Listen, but it's from God's perspective. It might not always come from our perspective. We might not see that is going to work out for our good, but at the end of the day, it will work out for God for the good for it from His perspective. Don't worry about these temporary things. You're like, what happens in our world and what happens around us isn't a surprise to God. He sees all things because he's above all things. Like our view of life is, is limited. Like our control of life is limited. Our knowledge about life is limited. But that ain't, that ain't so with God. Yo, he sees all things. He has control of all things. He knows all things. Like, sometimes we don't get the accurate picture of our of, uh, of an understanding. We just got uh, a little small grasp of the idea of anything. But God has, like, infinite knowledge. Like, how, how can you put a, a limit on an infinite God? Yo, God has our best interest in mind. All we have to do is just trust him and trust him because of that. Don't worry about what you cannot see and what you cannot control. Just simply rest in him. Ain't no need to worry because it'll be all over in the morning. All right, just hang on through these tests and trials. See the good in what you go through. All right, my time is up, man. God bless you. God keep you. Um, Shouts out to my starting five. Love y'all. Um, it's running a little bit over today. Let's hear it and get out of here so we can go to church. You feel me? All right, but God bless you. God keep you. And as always, go do. All right, we out.